Hey guys, thanks for coming back and checking out another episode of The Mama Struggle. It's Corrine here, and today I'm coming to you because I want to talk a little bit about community. This is something that I've talked about before in earlier episodes and even in several interviews that I did with other mothers, and it's been a subject that is near and dear to my heart just because after the birth of my first child, I really felt like I lacked the community that I needed to feel successful as a new mother. Um, And that's kind of been a trend moving forward, especially as we moved through the pandemic. And again, um, you know, having moved across the country um, to Baton Rouge, you know, and just feeling really isolated. Um, And just thinking about, you know, just the concept of community and what it means. So I'd really just kind of like to talk to you about that today and just what it looks like in our society, what it looks like in my life. And I'd love to hear how it manifests and what community looks like in your lives as well um, as parents, as mothers, um, and as women, women living in the 21st century. Um, So let's get started. I know that um, I know that a lot of people are reconceptualizing their ideas around community these days, and you see it a lot. Um, a lot of people call it like a, a new phenomenon, which is not because you know people have had to be flexible, have had to be innovative um, around you know families or, or around you know. Families have had to be innovative and creative around childcare, um, you know, for for centuries. So it's not anything new. Um, but I, to start, I just want to talk about a an article that I read in the Atlantic, and in this article, it was mm-hmm. um, an article that um, described the idea of the nuclear family as failing American society. Um, And I thought it was really interesting because, you know, typically when you think about the nuclear family, you have a mom, a dad, and like the two, 2.5 kids, and that's like kind of the standard nuclear, Western, I guess, nuclear family. Um, But, and and so that model um, kind of rose after the, um, I guess like after the end of World War II, that model was kind of promoted and you saw it with the, the creation of like Levitt towns, I guess that was before World War Two, but like you know, you saw it with the creation of like suburbs after you know like the white flight and after like the Great Migration and stuff. You've got like white flight, and so like you've got this boom in like the creation of suburbs after World War Two, and so like you've got this idea that like oh you know you can go to live in these neighborhoods that are built perfect for like the nuclear family, and so like you've got advertisements now like targeting the nuclear family, you know, and um this individual, I guess, this family as an individual unit. Whereas previously in society, the family has been a part of a larger cohort or a larger village. And so you've got different families that would contribute towards, I guess, this ecosystem of support within a village that respected elders and that respected children and that where children were cared for. you know, and you, you saw that kind of, you see that in more traditional societies and you saw that historically um, 
in in this is in sorry you see that in history as well with like um it wasn't until recently that like we started pushing this narrative of the nuclear family and i do believe i do agree with the author of this article that it is it is harmful i guess to um to modern families these days and i say that because like we don't we no longer have a village to rely on because yeah, it's the nuclear family. And so um, when n now like people are having to be creative and people are having to like decide, okay, what what is my family, what is my community going to look like so that I can be, how can I design my community? How can I design my life in a way that supports, you know, what I need? Um, and if that means grandma is the babysitter, and if that means that the neighbor is the babysitter, then that's community, and that is, you know, how that manifests in your life. Um, so I, I read another article, this was like a, a kind of pop culture piece and people about Van Jones, and they were saying, or in the article he was saying that he had just welcomed a baby girl um, with his friend, and they were deciding to co-parent, and I was like, oh, that's an interesting concept. And the way they put it is that like they both wanted to be parents and they decided to have a baby together and raise it together, not romantically as a romantic couple or as a family unit, but as a, a means to like to procreate and have their their child um, benefit from the community that they were able to build together. Um, and I thought that was really interesting. Anderson Cooper is also like co-parenting with his with his ex that um and they just he just had a baby a couple weeks ago or well, yeah a couple weeks ago and you know this idea of co-parent co-parenting is like a regular or i'm sorry it's a relatively new term um but it's it signals a a difference in the way that we're thinking about family and the way that we're thinking about how we want our communities to be and so like when I think about my community, you know, typically if someone were to externally look at my situation, I'm in a nuclear family. I have a, it's myself, my husband, and my two kids, and we're just like one family unit. Um, and, but even we have had to kind of reimagine what our community looks like. Um, just because with COVID, you know, we, I, I ended up sheltering in place with my parents. So... It was um, myself, my son, and then my sister, and then my parents all sheltering in place during, uh, during the early 2020. Um, and that was interesting because it was uh, a different, it was an intergenerational way of building community that I hadn't thought about prior to like the pandemic and the urgency of like, of that of those you know early months in the pandemic and so i i was really appreciative of that because i that i was we were able to shelter in place in a in a in a you know place that was safe a place where we had enough room and where you know we could um we could thrive and and stay together um it was we would was it something that i would do again yeah, I'd do it again. Um, it would, we'd have to make some changes, sure, but like I would do it again. It just, 
it caused me to think a bit differently about like what community looks like for me. Um, and then again, um, that my concept of community, um, you know, I, I had to reimagine it again um, this year as I have been going through this diagnosis and this thing with this autoimmune disease. Um, I really had to think about like what community looks like and who my community is. And so what I ended up doing is like thinking, all right, who are the people who I consider like family? Who are the people who I consider part of my community? And those people are the people who, who raised me, who contributed in, contributed to, you know, my upbringing. Um, and those people were the people who, you know, I, who I did grow up with and the people who I felt like I had long lasting relationships with. And so I reached out to those people. I sent a long email kind of explaining my situation. And I said, look, like, I, this is me being vulnerable here. Um, Brene Brown said, like, vulnerability is the key to, you know, defeating shame and living fulfilled lives. And so I was just like, I'm going to be vulnerable with my community. I'm struggling. I can't take care of my children. I need help. Here are the ways that you can help. And I listed them. And some of those were like, ordering food, contributing money for Amazon so that we can order um, like high quality food from like Whole Foods so that I could heal. Um, ordering, <coughs> excuse me, ordering um, Amazon gift cards so that I could order, you know, the supplements that I needed because I need to take a lot of supplements. And, you know, it's a lot of money, a lot more money than um, my, than we're used to spending. Um, and so I, I asked, I put it out there. And what I realized is that like, I actually do have a community that is wider than my own family unit. And like my community really came through. Um, a good friend of mine, you know, put together a GoFundMe for me and raised over $1,100. And in the grand scheme of things, when you have hospital bills that are like $123,000, is it a lot of money? No, but like, I appreciated that so much because that money went to pay a bill, a medical bill. And that was money that I didn't have. And I appreciated that because like that, and I consider her a part of my community. She came through. You know, in your community, they're the people that come through for you. My my community, I, I consider, you know, my, my in-laws, my mother-in-law especially, a part of my community, part of my community. She came not once, but twice to help us down here, um, you know, from Queens, traveled down from Queens to Baton Rouge, Louisiana to help us. Uh, my mother, you know, obviously my mother is, you know, somebody who I consider part of my community, but she also traveled down here twice to, you know, help us during this difficult time when, like, I'm not able to care for my kids. I'm not able to, you know, do housework. I'm not able to really do anything but sit on the couch and do meditation and really try to think positively and make these podcasts. <laughs> like, I, that is these are the members of my community that are coming through. My dad, the person who's like paid for my mom to come down. My sister came down and is actually currently staying with us and planning to return after she, you know, takes a break and she's going to come back. These are all people that are part of my community. My, my aunts <clears throat> gave me money. My uncle 
gave me money so that I could get, you know, supplements and groceries, like high quality groceries from Whole Foods. Um, my uh, cousin, you know, um, her and her family, you know, got together and bought my kids a bunch of Christmas presents so they had a good Christmas. Not to say that we weren't able to get them Christmas presents. It's just like that's not top of mind when like you've got doctor's appointments and like, you know, you've got to get infusions three times a, a once a month for three days at six hours a day. Um, you know, it's just, it's not top of mind. And so these are people who like came through and who no, they don't live with me. No, I wouldn't consider them like close geographically. They're not part of my geographic village, but they are still a part of my community village. And I appreciate them so much. Um, you know, and thinking about and just reimagining like what community means to me now. I thought, you know, community was just like a bunch of people that were close that came over your house and like, you know, watched your kids. And yeah, that can be community. But <clears throat> community community can also be when your friend calls you to give you good news or to tell you something that she felt was full of love so that cuz she felt like you could use some love today. That's community. And it and it, it worked. You know, it made me feel better. Shout out to Vanessa. Um or, you know, community is the other friend who got people to, got to go fund me together to raise money for you. That's community. Community is, without even, without even being asked, like, she just did it. Um, you know, community is thinking about your, your kid's Christmas or, you know, whatever holidays that you celebrate and making sure that they have a, a positive, positive memories on these holidays. You know, I, I, I just, that's, that's community. Um, and so like right now I want to be, I want to find out how I can be community for, for others. I want to be that safe space for others, um, people, mothers who are experiencing chronic illness, first time moms, um, you know, who may be going through hard times. I just want to be that, be a safe space. So like if you have a story to share if you are looking for advice or just want to chop it up uh you know the good the bad the ugly about parenthood drop me a line i'm on ig at the mama struggle and um also on facebook and i have a facebook group as well um so yeah just seek me out also you can email me at the mama struggle is real at gmail.com but what are some ways that your community really show up for you on a daily basis and how do you how do you reciprocate that I want to know all right looking forward to talking to you soon thanks bye